You're listening to Boys Don't Cry with Russell Kane, brought to you by Joe. What happens when men are forced to talk about the things they don't normally talk about? Feelings, body hair, height, sex, porn, uh, porn again. (laughs) What happens? I've always wondered. The number one criticism we always get, you know, why don't men talk about stuff more? And then all the relationships I've been in, I've discovered that most girls don't actually want that. I wish a man would speak to me about what he's feeling. Try it, lads. Speak about what you're feeling for a week. There'll be a suitcase and a door slam. It's a very confusing place for me. We want to be emotionally literate, but we just don't have the language. That's why we created Boys Don't Cry, where I get two male guests and a lady auditor, making sure we don't talk nonsense about the girls, around a table, different subject each week. And what a panel I have this week. I've got Joel Domit, or Joel Domet, if you prefer. Thank you. Stand-up comedian, <laughs> sports model, and... Gen- <laughs> yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> Genuine love, God. <laughs> I've got Nick Bright, presenter of Radio One. Heck, heck, heck. Heck, heck, heck. Not a sports model, though. Here's a mug being hit. And the lady auditor, making sure we don't drift into sexist or ignorant generalisations about women. Camilla Thurlow is here. I've just got you down as former Love Island contestant. That does not mm. feel right. Activist, campaigner, presenter. How would you like to be described? Oh, I mean, happy with any and all of the above. I'll go with that. Not sports model, though. Oh, okay. No, not sports Unfortunately. model. Unfortunately. No. Just, yeah. just have someone take a photo of you whilst you're playing sport. It's just sports model. And I wore a football top and everything. That's true. <laughs> I mean, that's it's, inter- true. it's interesting that before we kick off with today's subject... I've never understood men in full football kit on the I mean I have no football skills at all it's called I'm just being told by a real man who knows about football that it's called a full kit wanker oh really there's 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 a Twitter page set up for it it oh, really? does, does anyone ever like go down? You'd go to Argos and everything, but with shin pads as well. You wouldn't go, <laughs> yeah, like going to the, like, the pub before the match and everyone's in the right. Would you wear a shin shirt. pad, Nick, or not? I never take it beyond just the top. Mm. The minute you start wearing the shorts and the socks, I think is a bit, it's yeah. a bit weird. See, when I support a team, I only wear the socks. Right, that's okay. the difference. Yeah. I don't wear the two. You this know. is why Joel got such a following. Yeah. <laughs> when he's naked socks and doing a throw in. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're talking about a subject. There's very much in in the before you. Ju- yes. I just need to tell you something Full that's really exciting. As Go soon on. as you said jo- Joel Domay, I... is that the correct pronunciation of your name originally? No, where is Joel Domit, Domit from? Domit is from France originally, apparently in the sixteen so, something. So Domay then? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And um, apparently we came over with like some uh, Christian missionaries or something. <laughs> Mr. Shandon and his friend. Who was it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> and I, uh, I'm getting married next year. And Congratulations! Thank you very much. That Congratulations! Um, yeah. I've got engaged. You know I've got engaged. It's a bit awkward if you didn't get an invite, Russ. I can't You don't want too many comedians at a wedding, do you? Because then it's a pressure to be in comedy mode at the wedding. true. I had no one from the industry, no one who'd stood in front of a camera or ever been behind it or was an agent at my wedding. I wanted just to be myself without any jester eyes looking at me. Was it literally just your... All my friends from home, which was a challenge because we had to get their electronic tags out of the country. So go on, Domay. And she um, and she, we've now suddenly thought about the idea that she's got to take my name, and she hates the name Domit. She doesn't want to be What's a Domit. What's her first name? Uh, uh, Hannah. Hannah Cooper is her name. Hannah Domit. And she doesn't hate the name. I don't want to say that. She'd sort of put her in the bad books for my family. But Hannah Domit is just a. The, 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 the. How do you feel about that? Though? Go Domit. Yeah, she's, she's, she's as a man. Domit. This is this is, this is a, a good topic. Yeah. 
I feel, well, this is the thing. We went to my dad's this weekend and she broached the subject about genuinely a high intensive bouquet. Way. Bernard or she, Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. And she had to say, oh, would you like, she was like, I'm thinking of changing it to Dorme. She's genuinely trying to make my family be Dorme. You would be a high and a real life high synth bucket. High synth bucket. Oh, exactly. Wow. My real surname is Greno, which I couldn't use because no, you know, when compares are reading out your name, they were reading it off a, a sheet of paper. And I didn't just know this. It's Greno. So if you, were to, Greno. if you were to write it phonetically, it'd be G-R-E-N-O. Greno. Or Greno, if you're going to pronounce it French. My name's also French. They were both so French. It's impossible wow. to anglicise because it's spelt G-R-I-N-E-A-U. Oh. Which is green. If I was to do a dom, it would be green you. Yeah. That's so exciting. I didn't know that at all. I mean, it is quite a nice link, Joel, to what we're talking about today. Because oh, seamless. is there a dishonesty in pronouncing your name one way when you know it's pronounced the other? Probably, which gets us on to today's subject, lying mm. in all its forms, how we use it in everyday life, the difference in how the genders use lies or how mm. the genders profess to use fibbing, which are two very different things I've learned. Mm. And could a world without lying would surely be miserable? Like there's been comedy films, a couple of them around, around this conceit. Liars. Camilla Thurlow, mm-hmm. how much of a liar are you? I was just thinking about this because obviously I've had to do a lie detector test on screen, like on camera, and I found out that I was lying when I thought I was telling the truth, (laughs) which is really interesting. But I think it's that idea of whether you're lying for gain for yourself or because you're trying to avoid confronting something or whether you're just trying to be a bit nicer about things. Like when is a lie for your own personal gain or when are you just doing it to keep the peace and is lying a bit of a necessity but kind of isn't keeping life. the peace personal gain though well yeah if you exactly, say to me is my new haircut shit <laughs> and it is and I, it's probably the <laughs> kindest thing to do to tell you that your haircut is shite yeah. what I'm really doing is making my life I a little bit easier yeah. because I don't want you crying <laughs> on my I'm not looking at anyone in particular we all have challenging yeah. haircuts around this table <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, no, do you, no, do you know what I mean? Definitely me. It's your, your personal gain is not a clear Yeah, thing. that's so true as well. And it's that other thing of, is it nicer just to tell that person straight up or is it nicer just to leave it? If a guy comes up to you, you've got a good relationship with, he's a good friend, yeah. and a girl comes up to you as a good friend, and she says, this hair's awful, isn't it? Yeah. Be honest. I should have told you the rules. This is a place to be honest because okay. you're actually helping people out there. So if you lie, you're damaging them. Yeah. Uh, would you be more honest with your male friend because blokes can take banter than you would be with your female friend? I would definitely say it differently to each of them. If I'm being completely honest, I think I would, like, it probably take me five minutes to so take my girlfriend that I wasn't keen on the haircut and I just thought she looked great before and like I'd find a way around it and then with the guy I might draw some silly comparison or, to some kind of cartoon or character. Or wait till he's drunk and, and shave him. Be... That's what a man would do. We'd wait till our friend was drunk then just shave him. Then yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nick, your best mate comes up to you. Go on. He's honestly asking you. I've yeah. had a new dude and you're like, oh my God, if you put that, if you put that on Insta, you're getting, you know, it's going to be trouble. But at the same time, what can you do? He's coloured it. It's hard to change. Do you let him figure it out on his own? Or do you go, mate, before you even go into public, you look like a bellend? Uh, well, <laughs> the first thing to say is I'm probably that friend, to be honest with you. I'm the one who's got different haircuts all the time, different right. colours and blah, blah, blah. But for me, I feel like it would be easier for me to to tell a mate, most definitely, a male friend, most definitely, that I don't like their style or I don't like their haircut yeah. or I don't like their T-shirt or their trainers or whatever, than it would to tell a girl, even if she's a friend. I would find it way harder, just mm. because I feel like we're 
we're conditioned to believe when it, through growing up that like girls are just not as they can't take it as well as men. Do you know what I mean? And and it also it harks back to the kind of does my bum look big in this argument? You exactly. Know? Like mm. I was just trying to refresh the bum for that. But I mean, it goes across the board, doesn't it? If like if your female friend says to you, "Was I rude in there?" or "Did everyone like me?" There's mm. a sexy stereotype, isn't there, Joe, about what you would say to your female friend, your girlfriend, so over is, your male friend? Or I think I've, it's something I've only just really learned recently in health. my life. Really. Miserable. Uh, Ten, Whilst I've been on this podcast, um, the um, genuinely, I I was sort of a compulsive liar, really, in, especially in all my relationships. I had that classic thing where it was stand-up like, comedian. It's also known stand-up as stand-up comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean a compulsive liar? Well, uh, well, I felt like in my relationships, I was all, I was always that person who would just tell little white lies to make everyone feel better about it like we were talking about just little ones to make the relationship just because I hate arguing for giving example so I was in a relationship and it was a long relationship it's one of those ones where you knew that if you sort of said something then it would create an argument on and then everyone would cry and then it would be like yeah. ah, and it would create like days of like Ugh. so it's just kind of <laughs> better just to keep it you know and I, I know now that that's a bad relationship yeah. but at the time you sort of stay in it and I can't remember that's, it was genuinely it was we had a, like a date night sorted yeah. and I forgot about it which is also a bad sign Uh-oh. anyway yeah. and I booked a gig and I love working and so I would stand it was not even a gig that was worth doing but she was like, cancel the gig. And I was like, ah, oh, um, I've tr- I tried to move it. But they said, no, you'd kind of, you would rather, no, you can't move mm-hmm. it. And I said that and that expected her to be like, oh, that's good. That's okay. Well, at least you tried to move it. We'll do it another day. And she was like, show me. <gasps> and it's that thing where you're like, ah, oh, I've been caught out. I should get out of this. I should go like, oh, I didn't, you know, no, it's like, Ugh. And, Did you um, dig and make the lie worse? Is, is, it, is, it, is it bad that I'm immediately thinking of things yeah. that I would have yeah. said? I would have been like, I, yeah. I, I did it on the phone. Oh, yeah, I spoke exactly. like, yeah. That's the thing. I should have been like, I did it on the phone. Should have done it like something that's non-traceable, like smoke signals. I should have been like, I did it smoke signal. So there's no <laughs> so way of finding it. Promoter or something. So no, she. Oh my god! It's like your mum calling the teacher. It's <laughs> the worst. <laughs> and then she's like, "Well, show me." And I, I guess like I was like, "Oh, it's in uh, my emails." And then she was like, "Oh, show me." And I was like, oh, my uh, God. And then it's the point where, because she obviously knows I'm lying. And she rightly is calling me out on it. You know, it's not not bad. And then I found myself going, in my mind, I'm like, get out of this life. Get out of this life. What are you doing, John? What are you doing? (laughs) Genuinely, I found myself going into my pocket and picking my phone up, looking for an email that I knew did not exist on my phone, scrolling through this. I kept on scrolling and she was staring at me. And I was scrolling through the emails, I was, you know, oh doing those. I was, I, was making, I was making those noises that you make when you know that you're lying. You know, it's like. This is really bad, but I do know how you can get that to work. Really, this is really bad, but I know because I'm one of my friends has been that situation. One of your friends, so you got technology in an email. You can go scroll back to the previous emails and you can edit them. Ah, so, so it looks like it was it. And then if you resave it... But this is all so much save. in the moment. Yeah, this okay, was, this is like literally... Like, Camilla, can I just ask, if you were Joel's girlfriend in that situation, yeah. what should he have done? Oh, well, I mean... Should, was should it, was all... it correct to try and protect your feelings or should he have gone, look, I love my work, this might be a small gig to you, but I need to do it tonight, so can we please reschedule the date? He should have said... But can I say why I think you should have said that? Yes. Because I bet that situation just kept coming up over and over again over the course of however many months going forward. Of course. And 
it's that cruel to be kind thing, isn't it? It's kind of like this is always going to be an issue, so I'd rather know... I, for me, I would rather know at the beginning if that's always going to happen, then I want to know and be like, yeah, OK, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with that. It's so true, and I, I think it's... I think the the problem is in it's in the relationship itself. It's that it's a part of the wider problem of you not trusting each other in the first place, and you also being on different levels of like wanting to gig and also subconsciously probably not wanting to go on that date and remembering it mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it was real. So I was literally I to finish off. I was scrolling in front of her. She's just looking at me, and then after probably three minutes of me scrolling, going, "Oh, it's in here somewhere." She went, "You're lying, aren't you?" And I was like, "Yeah." And um, we sort of clashed over it, and it was ridiculous. And she then... This is mental. I haven't talked about this at all, ever. But the, This is the place, Sean. This is no mad. one else is going to hear this. I remember we went to bed, and she she went down to the bathroom, and my phone was... Uh, and I, I, went, I went down the next morning... And my phone was on the shelf and it just didn't work in the in the bathroom. It just didn't work. And I was like, oh, my phone doesn't work. And there was a bit of a sort of a puddle on the shelf. And she was oh, like, oh, it must be the water damage from the puddle on the shelf. You must have just put it in a puddle. And I was like, oh, OK, OK. So I did all that stuff of trying to put it in rice and all that stuff. And I was like, Ugh. And didn't think anything of it. And then when the relationship ended about two months later... They all came to a head, and I was like, I don't think we should go home. And she was like, fuck it. And it was just like, and then, then in the heat of like us breaking up, she went, The phone wasn't in a puddle on the shelf. I threw your phone down the fucking toilet. Oh, no. And so she went down and she picked up my phone off the shelf. She threw it down the toilet, and then she got it out of the toilet. I like, and she I was like, and then she put working. it and put it back on the shelf. <gasps> Whoa! And she was like, and she never mentioned it till the end of the relationship. That's not why is a good parting, which is <laughs> genuinely brilliant. Like, she I was don't raging. Uh, it was worth it. And I am now in a relationship where we tell each other everything. So, so, you, it's so you learned from from that. I learned so now, much. Take the smaller argument for. I'm a workaholic. I yes, mean, I take the yeah. I take the workaholic punch all the time. Yeah. And Lindsay tells me off. It's better than. The you lied to me punch, which is goes through to the skull and out the other side. And I'm also now with someone who is also a workaholic. So we both love our jobs and we both understand that we're in a in a profession where you kind of need to make hay while the, the sun shines. Mm. And, yeah. you, you know, so she she's cancelled date nights at the same time that I've cancelled date nights. You know, it's mm-hmm. like it just works. And this is the first relationship I've ever been in where we just say stuff. Like you, that thing of like... You wouldn't necessarily go like, oh, I think your hair looks shit. You would never say that. But no. the way around that is to to tell people via compliments instead. So yes. when instead of saying when someone's hair looks shit, when someone's hair looks nice, tell them that their hair looks nice, then they'll do their hair more that way. That's the way mm. forward in life. Instead of saying people are shit mm. at stuff, tell people that they're good at stuff and they will do that thing naturally more. But do you think, Nick, that compliments can seem shallow themselves, like they can seem like you're fibbing if you lay them on too thick? Yeah. If you, if you, what's, the, what's cheating aside, any other lies you've ever told a girl and got exposed oh, about? Loads. <laughs> loads. <laughs> on, I mean, I, I don't know where to start. Just so many pretending to be busy when I'm not. I'm actually just at home. So Something as small as that to, you know, really big stuff, which did include cheating, you know, way, way back. You know, I'm growing up now. Totally reformed. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we did, did speak about cheating the other week, but I just don't think it's going to run out as a subject. Yeah. <laughs> what was that like then? Did you get found out? What, with, the, with the cheating yeah. and stuff? Yeah. I mean, I, it was really bad what I was doing, actually. Um, I, it was my second serious relationship, so I, was, I must have been like... 
19, 18, 19, something like that. Yeah, well, I was so, playing Dungeons and Dragons in a virgin. Mate, is that... it, was, it was only two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I was like, is that 20 sided dice? Back, back off, wizard, I will destroy you. <laughs> and you were like, year woman number two and the bits under the sun. <laughs> blah, blah, radio one extra. Shut, shut. This is, this is way before then. Unani Master in the house. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing it in full kit as well. <laughs> full kit. Full kit. Not the bottom half, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just to so show what happened. <clears throat> Oh, you guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Basically, um, I was seeing a girl. We'd been seeing each other for a year and a half. Ouch. And um, I started working at a DIY store. Oh. This is, this is uh, just after I finished um, college, I think. And uh, one of my then-girlfriend's sister's best friends, are you following? So well, yeah, my yeah, then-girlfriend's yeah. sister, her best friend. Oh, yeah. I'm glad also, you had a best friend at the end. I'd have to terminate yeah, yeah, yeah. this <laughs> yep. Also worked at the DIY store. And then me and her started having a bit of a thing for a long time behind my girlfriend's back. It was really awkward because there were points when we were in her parents' house together, if you know what I mean. So me and my girlfriend were there and then the sister and her friend were there and it was just all this just absolute nightmare of a mess. And then anyway, I got what I deserved, to be honest with you. Now I see it now. Which was? Which was all three of them coming to my parents' door (laughs) at once. I know. You had the sort of... Wait wait there, you can't, you've got, we need details here. (laughs) Did your mum go and let me join these girls on the step? (laughs) My mum was... I'm one of these. My mum was mad. She was She was mad. My dad was just like, you know, it is what it is. Your dad's like, you can high five me when you get in, son. It wasn't quite like that, but he was just like, you know, you're 18, 19. Now, hang on a second. Is this a problem, Miller, with how we raise boys? I don't just want to get hung up on cheating, but is it like a bit of a male trait? That stereotypical sexist male trait that it's okay to blag and lie a bit and change the truth because I'm a bloke and that's what men do. We sell, we wheel, we deal, we're more aggressive. (laughs) Is is there something going on there, do you think, Camilla? I think it's interesting. It's a bit twofold because historically it's always been that way, actually. Henry VIII, prime example, womaniser. But, yeah, secondly, I think it's very, very hard for men to avoid having someone tell them that that's the way that they should approach things and particularly when you're 18 and you're still figuring things out, you're like, maybe this doesn't sit well with me, but maybe it's the right thing to do. My friends are doing it. Does that make it OK? And then, you know, when, when people do find out and then it's your mum saying, no, that's not mm. OK, you sort of, things start to hit home a bit more. But it takes time. But that's not to say that women don't have those same issues figuring well, do out. Women, do men lie more than women, as a guess? Oh, gosh, I actually don't know. Is there a, a stat on that? Anecdotally, before what, I reveal... Kind of oh, OK, so you do have the stats, right. Well, I have the... I have the I have the reported stats, which is something interesting to talk about in a minute, but do you think they do? It depends who took the test in the first place. No, no, come on, come on, let's let's stick our necks out. Add together all the knowledge of all the girls you've ever known and all the knowledge of all the men you've ever known, and let's work from that sample, as biased as it is to you. Do you just want a yes and a no from all of us? I'm going to say I think women lie more than men. Yeah, I think I would agree. I think men lie more than women, but in a less... In a less of a sort of like I'm telling it. a lie they're, way, they're actually worse because it. it's like yeah, <laughs> they're just so, way more obvious. So they're lying without insight into their own condition, you know. Because yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. like, I feel like Pinocchio going, my nose is normal. As well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I feel like men all the time would be like, oh yeah, yeah, mate, you should have seen the other day. I fucking scored like ten goals, yeah. and I fucking yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I banged yeah, like fifteen yeah. women like that. last weekend. Yeah. That's, that's all the kind of like exaggeration in lines. That's a real fine line as well. That's true. When does an exaggeration become a It's the real kind of like bragging. Yeah, the bragging side of things, I feel like, is a real male trait and a real male lie. That's mentioned in the answer I'm going to give because according to the biggest survey ever done on gender, men do lie a lot more than women. Oh, wow. Wow. A lot. 
but interestingly, they lie bigger and more frequently when there are girls around. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so the presence, the presence of women increases the frequency and the size of the lies. It doesn't even and surprise me a I tiny also, bit. I love the, the, the man who, who did that survey. It was just like, this is the biggest survey that's ever been yeah, done. Exactly. <laughs> it's totally Have you wasn't. seen the size of my survey? It's so big. It's deep it's and long. He's, he's probably lying about the size of the survey. Yeah, totally. But interestingly, and that's another so book I cannot recommend enough. I know Joel loves a, a book recommendation. It's called Everybody Lies. And, of course, if we did, went out into the street now and did a survey, we only know what people say to yeah, us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So there is, of course, the chance that women, when questioned in a survey, mm -hmm. report less lying than men. Yeah. The differences do narrow when you take the only anonymous source, which is Google. Mm. What you type into Google, if I know that you're a female user of Google, you can't change what you're Googling mm. when you think no one is looking. Mm. So this is a the book is brilliant. He's gone into all the, the trends of, of, that you can tell, which are more or less objective, because when everyone's out of the room, you Google the real shit. You yeah, want yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? And what is this rash? It's not me for a friend. <laughs> and, uh, and the gap narrows. But even then, men do out-cheat and out-lie and out women. Okay. So is there some sort of survival benefit? Do men want an easy life? There is a survival benefit, because part of the reason why we lie, I don't know if you've ever read anything by Sebastian Younger, but it's a book called Tribe, which is about how we used to live in communities and right. why we have this sense of not belonging anymore. And part of the reasons for lies were to do with keeping communities together, because that was how you survived. So sometimes it wasn't good for people to know the truth, and right. it threatened the survival of the group. So there is an instinct like behind. There is a Donald behavioural Trump, instinct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm not, and I'm not saying that justifies lies because I mean it'd be really easy for someone then to say, well, well, I couldn't tell you because it threatened the British community or something. But it, it doesn't quite work like that. But there is science behind it. Obviously, there is a human instinct. But the science. Why is the, does the science back up that men should be more like this than women? I think if you're looking way back, the way that communities were structured the way that we're held together, first of all, if we're looking at the biological differences, so the fact that a man's slightly more likely to threaten the structure of the community by deviating sexually, then, yeah, that would yeah. put them in a situation where they had to lie more. And secondly, they played a stronger role within the community at that time. So they had more control because they were considered to be the ones who were aiding survival and therefore they'd be put in more situations where they would have to... Some, I mean, people talk about it stepping up and being a leader sometimes, that sometimes you have to have a bit of self-sacrifice and surely there's no worse self-sacrifice than losing your truth for other people. So politicians have to lie in order it's, to lead. Well, it's, that's the thing that the, the, we just talked about, a book that we read called Sapiens, which is about... And it's um, it's great and it's so good. And it's that thing that where the only thing that humans have over other animals is it's not lying because actually other animals can lie but our difference is that we can we have myths which mm. can be built on yeah. lies and that's what builds communities yeah. larger it's than the ones in. that are in you know you're I'm going sort of, to yeah. try that one next time so, I wasn't liking her picture on Instagram <laughs> it was my way of using a myth as a metaphor <laughs> <laughs> to make our but family stronger yeah, and that's like uh, religion, Bikin look quite isn't nice it? Yeah. that's <laughs> how it's so that we could <laughs> group and band together because we're not designed to live in these huge communities we're no. meant to be in these small tribes, essentially. You lot came with the literature and science. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm absolutely proud. I'm just here telling ridiculous anecdotes about my life. You're like, but did he bang his sister's yeah. best friend? <laughs> <laughs> did he, though? No, he didn't. He don't know shit. <laughs>
<laughs> so I'll tell you another, my friend, because it's the time of year where the people with children are trying to work out how to get the, there's one cheap week you can get away if you just fake a family food poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> you can go to Disney beginning of September, pull the kids out for one week, and there's a big thing about people being fined and everything. So a friend of mine who obviously remained nameless tried this last year. It was like, we've got a wedding. Uh, the wedding is September the 6th, so we're going to need to just take the the first school week off when not much happens, which, which means you can get the cheap flights back from Disney, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the headmistress... Right, it's a bit like your situation, Josh. Really? Oh, where's the wedding? Oh, no. Oh, it's, it's in Spain. Where? Next email. <laughs> and you're like, right, sure. you could, any venue can be contacted. He went, it's really, it's our hippie friends. They're getting married on a beach. It's really cool. Oh, God, what are the names? And he's like, shit, 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 that's Facebook stuff. So what he then had to do was... <laughs> no like, way. He's that... like, it works, I don't want to give away the identity. It works in a business where he's quite literate on a Mac. He actually designed the no wedding invite, I swear to God. Because I was digging in shit for this. Well, yeah, because they were asking to design the wedding invite, set up two fake hippie friends on Facebook with closed profiles so you can only see... The, the small profile talking, picture. It's a couple of grand in a criminal record, you know what I mean? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So was like, where? Who? I don't believe you. And it just got deeper and deeper and deeper. Oh, it's terrible when, when a lie gets really, really deep. And yeah. when you were telling your scenario earlier, Joe, I was just like, oh, my God. I've been there a million times. Like, when... Maybe not as bad as that I mean where I'm actually on my phone but I've told lies and then people then question what you're saying and then you you don't know whether just to front up or carry on lying and the male thing to do anyway I find is a lot of men just carry on lying yeah, yeah. there yeah. is a study in fact it's a brilliant program on it's just purely coincidence this we were always going to speak about lying and there's a brilliant program that was on last seven days on Horizon about lying where they strapped up three people they put sensors on their fingers their wrists their side of their head so they could they could study how we move when we're lying, our level of um, excitation, our pulses, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And everyone lied the whole time. The worst was the middle-aged female vicar who's like, I would never wow. lie to anyone because it's not Jesus' wish, lied the whole week about <laughs> everything because she was incapable of saying anything nasty to people. So she found oh. herself lying. Like They filmed her, uh, a couple were like getting married and they'd come to her house for the, the pre-briefing and they'd obviously been told by the TV producers, ask the vicar if she's looking forward to the wedding. Now, Saturday's her only day off. So obviously, when a vicar has to marry someone on a Saturday, you know, fuck that, that's the day I do my shopping. <laughs> yeah. And so she had, she was explicitly, you know, I love weddings, it's one of the most joyous things you can do. Uh, obviously, a lot of stuff we do is can be quite depressing, you know, end of life sometimes. She, just, she used phrases around what she wanted to say was, You've taken my day off. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. So these people lied the whole time. But one of the most surprising things was the pleasure we seem to get from lying. The physiological evidence mm. seems to suggest that we quite enjoy it a lot of the time. Mm. Not the uncomfortable ones, just get the bragging one, for example. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or building up a night out. So they, what happened? Oh, we were all drunk. We were all dancing on the table. We weren't. We sort of had a bit of a hug at the end. Yeah, everyone was uh, dancing. It was great. It was just a wild night. Was it really? Yeah. Were you lonely and just filmed it on Snapchat, made yourself look <sighs> interesting for five minutes, and now you're lying? People buzz off lying. So does that mean we're lying to ourselves as well? Like you genuinely believe no. that you play better because you're saying that you did really well or you can kind of convince yourself or the f idea that you've convinced others that yeah, you are great. That. Is it power. like which one? It's, it's power. Is it it's the buzz. human it's thing, really isn't it? It's the same buzz me and him, Having Joel, control, I'm pointing to, get from standing control. on stage with our pathetic phallic microphone <laughs> and controlling 400 strangers and <laughs> not feeling same. like the nerds we were for the first 18 years of our life. Yeah. It's a form of that power. It's mm. using words to 
be the silver back over someone. Let's not dress this up. That's that is it, and that's probably what it comes from. It's that thing of like being the aggressor, being. It's why racism exists. <laughs> it's because it makes that person feel like they're better than another human yeah, being. Yeah, it's that weird it's superiority pa- It's a complex. superiority thing. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's Same terrible. Same reason someone buys the latest something or other just to have to be the person, yeah. the superior person. Yeah. You feel, that's why you buy a nice yeah, car, because yeah. you want to feel like you're better than a person mm. who's got a why bad you want car. The, the new iPhone yeah. when it comes yeah. out or whatever. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of what... Uh, Pretending you like it. I mean, I have two sets of headphones in my bag right now. I have to change between laptop and phone that's bullshit yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i pretend right we're going to take a break then we'll come back and carry on talking about pleasure and lying okay enjoy these adverts oh we got a little hairy i know you can you can join in the adverts it's about shaving <laughs> we're lucky enough to have a sponsor for this podcast oh, who I is it Russell? well Tell it's, us. it's harry's uh harry's razors include everything you need for a close comfortable shave i know because my balls are so smooth you could shave in the reflection <laughs> of my left testicle uh, they have ergonomic handles, five precision-engineered blades with a lubricating strip, and a trimmer blade. What? It's no good for Joel with his designer stumble. Thank you. <laughs> you won't even need the rich lathering shave gel. Oh, no, everything else is smooth as hell. You even have a hairy ab, I noticed, <laughs> when you were in the jungle. I've got one. I've got, like, a weird swirl of hair That's on style. my um, That's my putting on purpose, girls. <laughs> how, how good is your telly? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's, the adverts aren't supposed HD. to be interactive. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, Harry. Anyway, Carry get on. started shaving with Harry today by claiming your trial set, £3.95. Support our podcast get your trial set delivered to you including a razor handle five blade cartridge foaming shave gel and travel blade cover by going to harrys.com forward slash russell kane that's harrys.com forward slash russell kane these adverts were brought to you by greno yes (laughs) (laughs) so i'm gonna call you greno forever you know thank you a quick uh thank you domain a quick trail now for james o'brien because james o'brien has facial hair he also has a brilliant podcast on joe here he is talking about it Hello and welcome to Unfiltered. Hello and welcome to Unfiltered. Hello and welcome to Unfiltered. It's a long-form interview series where we get inside the minds of some of the most interesting people from the worlds of entertainment, sport, politics and the media. Each week we spend an hour finding out what makes them tick, why they do what they do and maybe even have a bit of a laugh along the way. Unfiltered is available everywhere you get podcasts, so subscribe now and get yourself at the front of the queue for each and every new episode. Thank you, James. So tune into Unfiltered where you hear a lot of people lying about themselves constantly to look good. So we're talking about lying on Joe.co.uk, the pleasure of lying. I want to talk about more subtle lies. We're talking about saying false stuff to make people feel better. What about cosmetic lies? That's an interesting one. Here's a moral maze to go into. Is dyeing your hair lying? Well, he's wearing makeup lying. I was just going to say that's fake always, lying. that's like one of the, the most famous things, isn't it? That guys always go, oh, girls wearing makeup is lying. Is it? How do you feel? Yeah, this is yeah good, I really I, want to get I your mean, answer, I actually. just, I don't put on my makeup in the morning thinking I'm going to lie to the world today. Like, it's, <laughs> it's not like that, but I completely understand what people are saying when they say that. I guess if you have a problem with someone wearing makeup, it's your decision or not whether you want to be with them or you, not whether you even want to yeah. be with them, but what you think of it. Of course. You don't have to extend that opinion unless they ask you or you have a reason to interact about it but in general if it is an issue for you then that's your it's a subjective one i think it's mm. up to the person what they feel about the it. guy in china 
sued his wife when he found out what really? she really saw the story. Yeah, it's, it's she, it may have been a, a guy in Southeast Asia. Sued his sued his wife when he found out what she really looked like. Now yeah. makeup is of just what sexist Barry would say. You're lying. But if we're going to create children together. And I, let's make it the man if it's too provocative yeah. to make it the woman. And I'm presenting an unrealistic genetic picture of what I look like. Yeah. I have no chin, massive nose. Well, that, that actually is real. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't, I didn't think that through. And, uh, <laughs> no, but I've got fake pecs in or something, yeah. or I've sorted a nose out that everyone in my family has the wonky cane nose and I've chipped the ridge off it. And I don't tell you. Yeah. And we create big nose baby. Yeah. Have I lied? Yeah, but I think it's almost bizarre to think if you're in a relationship where you're going to have children together that they wouldn't know that kind of thing about mm. you. Yeah. Like, mm. And I find it amazing how someone can hide that as well. I mean, where were the children's photograph albums yeah. and things like that? Like Burned. That, yeah. that, that, that's <laughs> a lie because it is so, that's so big and it would be like keeping something. It it's not necessarily the fact that it's physical appearance. Say there was anything else that was that big in someone's past because clearly if someone's done that there's a reason why they felt unhappy about something and it's good to know those things about your partner anyway mm. so I think it's less to do with whether your kids are going to look or be a certain way and far more to do with the fact that if you want to have a good relationship they would know yeah. that yeah um, I also feel like makeup and stuff like that is all about putting your best foot forward you know to me I don't see it any differently realistically as wearing my favorite t-shirt yeah. or you know styling my hair a certain way anyone living a current lie at the moment or has done that they've come out of and been exposed I'll go first go on I lied about my age I have like a collagen-y type condition where I look a lot younger than I am so people kept thinking I was younger than I am. I never lied at first, but it was just sort of estimated yeah, yeah. when I went with it. And then I actively said it. And then eventually I did turn it into a very successful tour and, and spoke about it. That's <laughs> neither mine nor mine. For a, for, a while, for, a, for a while, before I bought the third house, I really did live that lie. I yeah. mean, I totally, I knocked five years off. Probably could have gotten more, but I knocked five years off. And I, and I just, I, I think I almost got to the point where I believed it. You believed it, I, yeah. even, I even told my brother, who's not very well, if anyone asks you, this is your birthday. Because my mum was so young when she had me, I was thinking, shit, that makes her like 12. So I thought, like, mum, your birthday needs to move. I got just caught in it completely. Yeah, and, then, yeah. and then someone did a story about it and it was all very embarrassing because obviously as a comedian all you've got is you're on it so you get judged a bit harsher because I'm like this sort of the earth talking about working class family so everyone took the piss out of me quite rightly but it's also it's show business in general is quite like that isn't it a lot of people in show business are afraid to talk about their age mm. because they feel like they'll be judged unfairly would you ever lie about your age? I don't tend to lie about my age you don't uh, need to I, yet do I, you? I look younger than I am as well I think I'm, I'm 33 uh, 32 nearly, nearly there we go nice. I, I, am, I was 32 um, last <laughs> Last month, just, to, just start again. We'll cut that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> I was 32 last month, so it's, uh, it's not something that I really am that worried about, to be honest with you. No. But I was worried at a time because I've got quite a bit of grey hair, like on the sides mainly, which is why I shave the sides. But I used to dye my hair. I've had grey hair since I was like 22, 23, yeah. uh, and I used to girls just quite like that though, don't they? Well, you do girls like grey uh, hair, Camilla? Yes, Hello, we need I, we need I, a, an official box. lady yeah. auditor ruling. I, do girls like grey hair? Boom, I mean, go. I can't speak for everyone, but yeah, I like it. There you go. I literally went to the hairdresser today and talked about the idea of of shaving because I'm not going to dye it because I feel like again the same. I just shave the side. Why did you go grey, Joel? Uh, Well, I suppose I'm just graying at the side now. Yeah, that's what I mean. I've got a couple of years speckles at the side now. And do you you dye your hair? Well, I put autumnal streaks in the middle. Yeah. So I would call it more low lighting. (laughs) I'm lying. So it's another lie. I'm lying. (laughs) But there are guys going into the into my hairdressers 10 years younger than me 
getting their hair dyed grey. Yeah, yeah. It's very like... Yeah, because it's... Yeah, you do that sort of silvery... But it's also like... You, I have to say, look I, great. I, I just I hear our producer at the moment who's fully grey, just rubbing himself against. <laughs> 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 it looks great. The um, uh, was it tempting to colour it then? Yeah, I think it's tempting, especially but in why? our business. When because, we know, when we know girls oh, like because grey, ITV Two exists. No, I know. Uh, and you want to stay on it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's the, it. Um, no, but it's also. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think you can also like. You look great, however old you are. I don't know mm. how old you are, but yeah. it's going to be older than I think you are. We have and to hold. We're just going to carbon date me and find yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cut you in half. See how many rings you've got. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what upset me: the Kennedy assassination. <laughs> <laughs> you should be proud of it because you look great. Well, thank you, Jilton. Mate, do you take care of yourself. Um, oh, you, you guys, look, you look great. Touching his leg. Touching his leg. Lots of ramen noodle on my refeed day. I just. Uh, yeah, and it's interesting for stand-ups because uh, lying in terms of stand-up comedians is an entirely different conversation of, like, whether you should lie and how much you can lie and how much you can get away with it, what makes a story work. And also can... how much you exaggerate material sometimes. Exaggerate. Right? Because, yeah. let's be honest, something that's quite mundane that you could turn into a joke, sometimes you have to, yeah. you know, add layers to I that. sort of almost became famous for lying in my stand not famous but in terms of stand up wise when you denied the cock shot <laughs> did, 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 yeah, yeah. did you ever deny that or did you always no, not give never it denied that but I made a for those who don't know Joel was catfished into sending a willy picture to a girl who then put it online for everyone to look at yeah um, we'll just pause while you google that yep <laughs> there we and are we're back here we go <laughs> apparently you've done well out of here now I mean you know, it's fine yeah. it was yep. shaved by Harry's to could appreciate have <laughs> you do need to you do need two monitors side by side to fully appreciate it it comes down in two files you can <laughs> <laughs> Touch screen, like back. minority report. <laughs> but a compliment back. Thanks, mate. And, and it's just it. and he's graying at the sides, but not in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing, isn't it? Grey hair on the head, fine. Grey pubes. That's no. true. That's where it mm. becomes different. But the um, <laughs> the uh, the I in my other stand-up shows had kind of done stories which I'd, I'd very much embellished at the end. When people see my stand-up, it's really funny because. The stories that people think are untrue genuinely are always the ones that are true, mm. and the ones that people think are lies are true, whichever way around. Do you know what I mean? I know what um, you mean. Yeah. And uh, it's because, as like Charles Dickens was always say, that the truth is almost is so ridiculous. Mm. He used to tone down what had really happened to him because he didn't think people believe it. I think the actual grave of his dead children was like fucking sixteen deep or yeah. something. No one's going to believe that in hard times, so he reduced it to eight <laughs> because like reality is so much more shocking yeah mm. so with the show about the catfish scenario I made the whole show about me finally telling the truth in a show and then I told this story which was so ridiculous and then at the end I was like who believes me and nobody ever believed me and I was like this is the show where I'm finally telling the truth and uh, so what happens the catfish thing happened and I tried to find the person who did it to me couldn't find them and so instead, I tried to find the person who was in the profile picture. So that uh, was a the person who caught me over Skype and stuff. That was just an entirely different video of a natural, different person. It was a man. It was, it was, it was definitely a man. It was well. That, that I did find out eventually who it was. I'll tell you that in a moment. But the um, and where did come? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Russell Kane. It was Russell Kane pretending <laughs> to be twenty-one. It explains my, my forearm musculature. <laughs> and I. Uh, so I tried to find this lady who was in the profile picture who was talking to, and it was actually as simple as doing a Google image search on that oh, no profile way. picture, and it came up with this real Instagram profile of this person. And I sent her a message, and I was like, hey, just to let you know, someone else is using your profile picture to sort of scam men, and 
she was like, oh, yeah, I know. This has been happening for about three years now. And I've been trying to shut them down. And then they just come back and then they buy followers and buy bills and bills. And I was like, that's mad. Do you want to meet up? And, um, no, Joe, and then, you didn't. I did. And well, I was like, <laughs> well, not anything. Because I was like, I want to get a photo She's with like, you. I've owned her in my imagination so many times. <laughs> <laughs> this needs to be fixed. And this is the mad thing. She lived in Greenwich, a mile away from my house. Oh, my and the person God. I was speaking to was the catfish was like, I live in America and blah, blah, blah. And so actually the real person lived so close to me. And so we met up and we had a chat and and then we met up again. No. And genuinely I dated... How many times did you meet her, Joe? This isn't the person you're getting married to, is it? Yeah, I dated her for about uh, maybe a couple of months. I dated the face of my catfish. And then... <laughs> And then, this is yeah, an incredible it's story. Like and I mean, we would constantly, I would constantly send the catfish profile photos of us together, uh, saying like, "I'm with, I'm hanging out with you." You, she got the real, she's got the real Willie, you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> and then she ended up moving back to, uh, she lived. And she you're was, not lying now. This was the truth. No, no, good. she moved, she moved back to Wales, where she was from, and because she, she lived in London for a bit, and we genuinely had Skype sex. It went full circle. Wow. <laughs> that was more out of like, we've got to do this. I mean, that is the best lying story. Have you, have you, have you, catfish is a strange form of lie. It's a female, uh, quite a female lie to catfish. Yeah. It found right. out it was actually a gay man who was doing it. Really? Oh, yeah, right. female or gay man. Because a, yeah. a guy did a documentary about it on Channel 4 who was caught by the same person as me. He came to one of my shows and he was like, I was caught by this person, the same person as you. And I was like, oh my God. And we chatted about it. What was really funny was he went, um, he went I was talking to her for online for like 18 months before I finally trusted her and we had Skype and Skype sex and and then and then she didn't message back and then this video came out blah 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 and he went Joel how how long was it what, how, how what, long were you talking to her before talk us through Skype because some people will be like what is Skype sex he's just basically mutually masturbating across well, the I've, world. I've got a theory that men and women have Skype sex very differently because I've ex- I've experienced it well this is the thing so she he said oh how long have you been how long did you talk to her before you trusted her enough to have Skype sex? <laughs> How long? And I genuinely, I was like, oh, that twenty minutes, mate. Honestly, genuinely speaking, with twenty minutes before. Imagine this guy. It's been eighteen months. You've been having this relationship with this person. That was a full-on catfish. And I was like, you literally, like twenty, like, minutes, 20 minutes on the table. Out <laughs> I was straight out. Johnson. That so, show business. Yeah, no lies. Have you, and have you ever had Skype? I mean, it's not really on topic. Have you ever had Skype sex, Camilla? Have you ever done it? No, I haven't. Or FaceTime sex. No, I haven't. I've, uh, in my experience of it, it's men and women's ideas of Skype sex are a bit different. So, like, it, it will connect, and then the girl will be like, let's make this like a sensual experience. There mm. might be a few candles, like, just in the distance, full body shot. As soon as the, the, <laughs> just the bloke's in shot, just masturbating into the camera with <laughs> no build up, just an eye, just an <laughs> eye. <laughs> well, it was like that chat roulette thing back in the day. Yeah, oh, my God. Just, no, it was I just like, like yeah, random guys just masturbating. Yeah, yeah. it's right. so weird. It's it's such a massive anyway, thing. so. Cat, ever been catfished before? I just well, I got one last. We got five minutes left for the final topic, but I just want to. I, give it... I don't believe I've ever been catfished. Not in in a relationship sense, anyway. I have, but I called her on it. I was like, I'm not speaking to you anymore until your webcam's on, and I can see you talking. And the other one I did when I was single, and they were like, I didn't have a webcam. I've only got a camera. I'm like, great. Send me now a photo of you holding a word, and I pick a really long word from the dictionary, and that always killed it dead. Oh. Actually, you know what's funny? I remember you messaging me and saying. 
that that person's really tricksy about the person who catfished me. Really? Do you remember? Was it the same girl I was talking to? Maybe it was the same person. Oh my god. Stacy, her name's Stacy Ramsey. A, she could have made some fucked up picture with my balls and your. Yeah. <laughs> so so, so definitely got a time. Well, the altar because Joel's got really tiny balls, so that would that tiny. would really balance it out. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. she could have got you, but instead she got you. Yeah, well, it's like you I was too suspicious. Probably. I remember you messaging <laughs> Poor me. Old Joel was like, "I'm going to go with yeah, it." Yeah, I just went it. in twelve minutes really? of chat. I messaged you about this catfish because you messaged me. Oh my god, this is getting weirder. I think. This is genuinely the moment where I realised. Sorry, I don't mean to touch it. No, no, please do. <laughs> I remember this was the moment when I went, "Oh shit, it's a lie." But that it had all happened, and it was basically about a year before or something. And you messaged me and said, "Oh, just to let you know, I know you're following this person. I don't think they're real." Blah 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 blah. Something like that. Shit. And and I, that what was the moment. Where, that yeah. was the moment where I went. <gasps> Oh no, I've had Skype sex with them, it's gone too late. <laughs> Shit, I've done. And, and then, then you were like, full tour, bitches. Yeah, exactly. And I bought exactly. a dollar gun off Amazon. <laughs> and that was the moment where I probably, actually, from that message, this is all recollecting now. Oh my God, from this that is moment, so weird. That was when I decided to probably write a show about it. So then when it did come out, yep. I knew I had a show about oh, so it. So how long was the, how long was the kind of gap between you yeah, knowing that this out? person had something to when it came out? Oh, like a while, like really? a good like two and a half, three years. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, like, yeah. I don't want to, I just, we've got two minutes for, for this last, which, which is a form of, I think it leads to lying. I want to talk about are men worse at being wrong than women. Oh, it depends. Or is it that girls are so poor at admitting they're wrong that men end up believing they're right? It's such a hard question to answer. Every girl I've been out with has been right the whole time, but then every girl (laughs) says that about men as well. Yeah. I think it just depends on how stubborn you are as a person. Like, Mm. I know that I'm quite stubborn, and my ex-girlfriend that I was with for four and a half years she was very stubborn as well and we would just argue over the most stupid little thing because one person didn't want to back down it's like you sort of re-edit truth until you're right and well even when you know you're wrong it's like you're just wrong and strong I, well, I was anyway yeah, I, I, I was stubborn about being yeah. stubborn. Camilla are men bad at being wrong are we just little boys that have to have our own way and we're awful at being wrong yeah, I feel like possibly it is that it isn't as clear as being a gender divide because I hate being wrong mm. and I'm definitely like stubborn and. But what in when an you argument. when you are wrong? If we were yeah. having a debate now yeah. and you're like, "Shit, I'm wrong," would you hold your ground falsely? Oh, oh I would. rather than lose face. It, uh, it really depends on the content of the argument. Actually, there are some things. <laughs> and who you're so arguing I'd be like, with. I'm going to stand by it till the bitter end, and then maybe in a week. Okay, so but I, most... I know my car keys were there. You've moved. And you put them away. How dare you accuse me? Put me in the way. Put them <laughs> yeah. away. We have a massive argument. Then oh, you see then the you flash. Then the you see the flash yeah. of where you put the keys. Yeah, yeah. Do you go? I just, you know, if I did, I don't remember it. <laughs> or do you go? Oh my god, darling, I'm so sorry. I did move your keys. Be honest. I pick them up and put them on the side somewhere else. That's what I do. Joel, what would you do? Would you show the keys now, given your relationship history? Um, would I'd... you scroll through an email to do with keys, fake it, send it back? See, I lo- I, my <laughs> problem is I love being wrong. <laughs> I love being wrong. I think that's the, the self-deprecating comedian in me. I'm just like, I'm so shit at so everything. Would you go, would you go, oh, baby, sorry, shit, I did, I did, oh, my God, I did move your keys. I've just realised I can't believe we've been yeah. arguing. Your keys are on the side, forgive me. Yeah. You do that. I also, honestly, I, I don't commit to something enough to argue in the first place because I potentially might be wrong in the future. <laughs> right. But yeah, I, I would, I would do the Camilla model. I have yeah. done it where I've got the yeah. keys and 
quickly like flick them across the side and go, there they are yeah. they're yeah. over yeah. there we searched there a yeah. hundred times they even, were there all along even the are you sitting on the remote argument it's the same thing no oh there it is yeah. just put it over there yeah. oh so there it is you'd yeah. go to the line so long you would enter yourself with the remote leave the room and then take it out in a second room they were here all over long they're, they're covered in something I'll just, I'll just rinse them off they sat in a puddle on the side they're broken <laughs> ladies and gentlemen we are out of time thank you very much guests for coming on boys don't cry uh, this week thank you to Camilla Thurlow Nick Bright and Joel Domey as he'll be known once he's married <laughs> please subscribe to the show if you haven't already and if you'd like to listen to any previous episodes of my wouldn't you you can do so from wherever you get your podcasts and if you liked it then please leave a review for some reason that shit really helps if you didn't like it write a false one pretending you do because lying's good and if you're not capable of that get fucked <laughs> well done, guys. Well done, guys.